Well, good morning, everybody, and happy Monday, September 26, 2022. Welcome to Hangouts and Headlines, where we're doing something that we don't usually do. I think we're going to do more often using this space that we have together almost every morning, and that is follow up on stories that we covered before, right? We've got a lot of stories that go in various different directions, and I sit here and I tell you that almost every litigation ends in settlement. We're well over 90% when we're talking about civil litigation, uh, and we don't really cover when they go and die very often. So this past couple of days, we actually have one of the stories we covered over the summer get covered again because of the way it appears to have been settled. And we're also going to take a look at, as we do here, the media reporting on that with some outlets being convinced that it's settled and some not going so far because they don't actually have the evidence right in front of them. And that's interesting to look at as well. And of course, we're talking about Bridgerton and Netflix, which even though we've covered it, I think this will actually be the third time here in this space, continues to be one of the more interesting kind of fan creation lawsuits, litigation experiences. And it's a question that people often ask me about how far you can go with the um, uh, devoting your artwork or the stuff that you create to something that you love vis-a-vis uh, -vis intellectual property that you don't otherwise own. Uh, and so I continue to think this is a good story to follow from beginning now to end. And we'll talk about that in the headlines. But otherwise, it's going to be very chill Monday, very relaxed Monday. Uh, we're going to get into the week in that relaxed way. I got a poll up because I've been watching so many of these new streaming video uh, service offerings. Uh, so we've got a question about whether you're liking House of the Dragon on HBO Best, uh, Rings of Power on Amazon Prime, and or on Disney Plus, and She-Hulk on Disney Plus, because they just decided to drop four separate, uh, at least somewhat expensive television shows. Like She-Hulk, I think, is probably the least expensive of these. So, you know, graded on a scale, I guess, um, at the same time, give or take. Uh, and so I am interested in that. We've already got a super chat so early. Kiwi Girl 75. Hi from New Zealand. Hello, New Zealand. Good morning. Uh, looking forward to hanging out live with nobody and everybody. Or I guess it's, I don't know, it's morning. It's probably evening in New Zealand. That's what the Australians tell me. Uh, so, okay. Well, good evening then from New Zealand. Thank you so much for the super chat. That is awesome. And look, it put up a, a put up emoji. It's a brains. It's a brains emoji. Brains. Uh, and there is uh, there's some big brains news coming pretty soon. Uh, and if you haven't seen or if you just aren't following uh, me on Twitter, I don't blame you. Twitter hellscape from which there's no return. We've talked about this, uh, but I have been posting people getting their content from the new store, uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts, stickers and all that stuff. It is super awesome to see uh, how fast they're getting out there and how, how people are enjoying them. So if you if you do follow me on Twitter, you've seen those. Otherwise, check out the store for the for the cool stuff that we've got in there. Um, otherwise, let's where are you hanging out from? What did you do this this weekend? Did you watch my Michigan Wolverines kind of barely beat Maryland? That was that was fun. Or perhaps you watched my Detroit Lions do what the Detroit Lions do, and that is get really close to winning and outplay their opponent and then find a way to lose in the last minute of the game. It is impressive how often they do that. You gotta respect it. They've been showing us new ways to lose since as long as I've been following them, and they are dedicated to their craft. You can only ask for someone to be dedicated to what they do best. And by God, the Lions are. Uh, that's that's sports ball for this weekend. I know not everybody follows that, especially from across the sea. Uh, all all American football talk there. Uh, but what, what were you up to? You play cool board games. You watch cool TV shows. You hang out with your family. You go to kids events. What did you do? I'm very interested. Good morning, Kelly Marie. Good morning. Mondays, right? We're hanging out together, so it's not too bad. Good morning, Christy Fletcher. Good morning. Uh, Sardinism says, I haven't watched any of the shows in that poll. 
uh, you don't have to vote. Uh, it only gives me four slots, and I wanted to put all all four of them up there. So um, in the future, I'll try to I'll try to have a poll question that is something along the lines of, I, I don't know, show me the results. Uh, right now, the results with just about a hundred votes, and it's early in the morning yet. Yeah, we're going to leave that up for a little while. Uh, it has House of the Dragon in a considerable lead, uh, and we'll talk maybe a little bit about House of the Dragon because uh, I just watched. I mean, I was getting tired, so I watched about half of the episode that went up yesterday. Um, and some some big big movement there. We won't do spoilers on any of these, so don't flee the channel or anything. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, but they did do some interesting stuff logistically, so don't worry about it, Sardinisms. Um, maybe I'll put up another poll that everybody can participate in. I like that everybody loves the autumn. Everybody loves the fall. That was a fun poll last week. Uh, I had no idea. It's one of my favorites as well. Uh, Snoopy Kins, I can't be there for Lawyers and Dragons Live, so it's my Monday morning wake-up stream. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Kurt. Good morning. Good morning, Richard. Hey, yeah, it's Drive Time Radio here with Rick and Kurt. Hey, how are you feeling today, Kurt? I am feeling fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good, good, good. Uh, you have any opinion on this poll that I put up about which of these shows is doing best to start out with? What's my options? House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, Andor, and She-Hulk. Oh, it's got to be the uh, Lord of the Rings one. You think Rings of Power is doing best out of the game? Oh, yeah. All right. By far. All right. That's not to say yeah. it's perfect at all in no, any way. I would not I, I, accuse it of being perfect. But, yeah, you no know, one would make that mistake, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've seen that one? You, you like that one? Uh, I've seen parts of it, and I definitely think it is most capturing the spirit of what is supposed to be captured. Okay. All right. It certainly has got a lot of money up there. So if the spirit of what it's supposed to be capturing is Jeff Bezos has a lot of money, I do think it's, it's capturing. It's better than uh, the, uh, the last couple seasons of, uh, <clears throat> you know, the show that preceded it. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... That we can't, we got to grade things at a higher standard than better than the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, don't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, I even on a Monday morning mentioning Game of Thrones season seven, season eight is is that's is, why uh, I was tr- that's why I, that's why I was alluding to it. I didn't want oh, to, I, I didn't want to cause too much. Conip- I didn't want to cause any conniptions. It's too much. Well, House of the Dragon has come out, and I think people have taken to it. You can see it's actually leading the poll right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it, it'll be an interesting discussion. We'll talk about uh, it a little bit. Uh, Sardinism's coming out. Have you seen think- the latest video on my channel about the fish bees? I have not seen anything about fish bees. What what oh, is okay. it? Is, that sounds like a an Applebee's uh, you know oh, restaurant no. add-on. Oh no, no. It's 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 the great state of California, which has declared the bees are fish. You should check that video out. It's good stuff. Okay. I assume it's for some regulatory purpose that they just yes. didn't write properly. Yes. Yeah, environmental regulations. They do that under folks. the fish under the fish and game code, and the the bees are the bees are fish. Yeah, well, I, they they do that, yeah. folks. If they got it written wrong, they they make it work sometimes. fish. Well, that's terrifying. The, the bee the bee fish are entertaining me this morning. Uh, cartoons from long time back in movies and television have taught me that you're supposed to jump into water if you're being chased by bees. Mm. So if they're fish now, I mean, I think that's that's yeah. really mm-hmm. the next evolution. That's like mm-hmm. uh, alien or something. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're just saying hi to everybody. I said it's going to be a light one today because we're going to do something in this space, I think, now and going forward where we follow up a little bit on when uh, things we've discussed die or otherwise get updates um, in a way that we can do you know, compactfully in this space that maybe isn't as easy to do in a separate virtual legality. 
Uh, and we're talking about Netflix and Bridgerton today uh, because they wrapped things up by the look of things. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Let's get some some votes in here. Leafy Fifi Foo says, I like She-Hulk and IDC. Uh, happy smiley face. I don't know what IDC is. It's going to be one of those ones you have to watch to draw new characters in and random other story threads together, in my opinion. I don't care. Oh, I like She-Hulk and I don't care. Uh, you got to sing it like like you're on the uh, playground in elementary school. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. That wasn't, I love it. wasn't what I was thinking of, but there you go. Uh, yeah, no, you're allowed to. I, I've, I've told folks. I've only watched about an episode and a half. Maybe maybe I watched the first full two episodes. Uh, and I said, essentially, I wanted to wait for them to to kind of rack up. And I, I, might have a, I might have a She-Hulk plan in the future. Who knows? Who knows what is ever cooking behind the scenes here? Um, so I don't blame you. I, I don't have enough to speak on. I, that's why I was curious about it. It's losing the poll right now, but it's right there with Andor. Um, and mostly everybody's voting for House of the Dragon. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes as this poll continues. Can I choose none of the above? Now, wait a minute. I was very careful in my wording here. Which of the following has gotten off to the best start? Allows for all four to have a bad start, but... One of them one has of to have the was, best of them? One of them was probably best. Um, I, I, I tried to word this question so we couldn't get this kind of pushback, hmm. but you never know. You never know. I don't get any of these channels. This is totally fair. This is a totally fair response to this question. We're talking about streamers today. So I thought we would talk about streaming shows. I, I I'm a little bit it. late to the party, but I've been getting into uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. I've been enjoying that. The animated. Okay, that's the cartoon. Yeah, I have not watched much of that. I watched the first two episodes. It's different, but it's fun. And I've been enjoying that. Yeah, I think Strange New Worlds did a good job. I, and it's, it's hard for me to say nice things because they butchered Picard so badly. But I think Strange New Worlds was pretty good. <laughs> Picard makes me sad. On the inside, it's all right. We're nerding out a little bit. Little Star Trek talk. I mean, we got we got fantasy, we got low fantasy, we got high fantasy, we got Star Wars, we got comic books. We might as well add Star Trek. We let the freak flags fly, folks. It's all good. <laughs> good morning, Andy. Sleepy time and a coffee. Yeah, I hear you. Good morning, right here, man. Yeah, absolutely. Pantai says, "Sorry, none of those shows is my cup of tea." That you don't have to apologize. Want to report back though that I love Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's awesome. Finished the whole thing within two days. Sweating happy emoji. Yeah. Ted Lasso's a lot of fun. Um, but no, I'm glad you like it. We covered Ted Lasso on Friday when EA announced that they were bringing Ted Lasso to the FIFA video game. <laughs> and I thought, yes, that's a good, it's good synergy. Good job, lawyers. Uh, good morning from Alabama's Gulf Coast. Hangouts, headlines, the best way to start the day. Well, thank you. I, I think so. It's how I start almost every day now, but yeah. Uh, Danelle Buck, yay, I caught you live. Hug emoji. Hugs to you, Danelle. Annalie Finch, don't forget to smash that upvote button. Like button. And winky face emoji. I don't know. It's, it's like a secret shared between friends. You do want to smash that like button if you're liking this content. But right now we're just saying hi. So you can wait. If, you wanna, if you're not quite sure about what you're even seeing or what's even going to happen here, uh, you can wait until the end. It's all good. Uh, go Lions. <laughs> Look, look, you cannot be emotionally invested in the Detroit Lions. If you are, you're going to get burned. But if you watch them from afar, like a scientist, exploring new ways to lose games, you're going to find that they provide a lot of enjoyment and a lot of research for you. Hmm. So I people have asked me, people, because I was 
tweeting about the Lions game. I'm like, are you okay? I was like, oh my God, am I okay? No, <laughs> I do not live on the, the ups and downs of the Detroit Lions. Now ask me after a Michigan loss, then we'll talk. Uh, but uh, yeah, I need none of the above option to talk to YouTube. I think they should give me five options. I'm only allowed four. Mm. I didn't want to leave She-Hulk out. She-Hulk's already passed Andor. So in any event. She-Hulk she is not the best of anything. I could have had the best start. It's got it's got comic book characters. Maybe you just love comic book characters. We, we don't we don't have to diss She-Hulk. I don't like comic book characters. I think is you don't have to like comic book characters. You're also allowed yeah. to not like them. No, this, yeah. is a, this is this is a diss free zone this morning. Look, we all know we're gonna go live our weeks, right? Whatever you do, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a YouTube person, whether you're just going about your business, there's gonna be drama. There's going to be people criticizing you. There's going to be slow parts of your day where maybe you're bored. There's going to be fast parts of your day where maybe it's a little bit too much. This is Monday morning in Hangouts and Headlines. We are going to take it easy. We're no, you love She-Hulk? More power to you. You thought Andor was the best Star Wars you've ever seen? Go for it. It's all positivity here. Um, and at the end of this, I will, I will talk about what I think has started off the best here. But look, I think it's great. My first choice is Dragons, just in general. Like House of the Dragon, Lawyers and Dragons, Puff the Magic Dragon, uh, Peach Dragon, Dragon's Lair. Um, and then we can go into movies about dragons that don't even have dragon in the title. Uh, what, what is that one? Ring of Fire? Never Ending <laughs> Story? Never Ending Story has a luck dragon. Absolutely. Everybody's favorite, Falcor. Uh, afternoon from ye old England, Night Eyes. Well, good afternoon, England. Hey ho! Next time I'm on Lawyers and Dragons, I should roll Falcor as a character. That'd be good. I, I, Falcor's already been used. That was in our pilot. I'm Falcor. Oh, okay. Sorry. You can't use Falcor name. Falcor is the one that strapped brains to his shield. More on that later. Uh, Sue Lillard watching from Grandville, Michigan, all the way from distant Grandville. Good morning, Sue. I hope you're having a good one. Um, I'm loving this weather in Michigan. I love the fall. It's getting a little cooler, get a little more fun for me. Um, so Kurt, you know, we're talking about football here. Everybody loves football in this chat. Obviously they don't yes. at all. Or like, stop talking about American football. I, you know, I actually, my Michigan Wolverines had, had a difficult time with Maryland. Uh, Clemson had a, had a, had a bit of a time with Wake Forest. Were you at all concerned about the, uh, the game there? Never, never concerned. No. Never in doubt. No, never in doubt. No. Clemson perseveres over wall. And I'm looking Clemson. forward to directly confronting Rob from Law and Lumber. Oh my God! When you play NC State, October first, this Saturday, it's Rob. me versus Rob, Rob from Law and Lumber. Rob. It's the death match. Law tube, two law tubes enter. One law tube emerges. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that NC State is quite comparable to uh, to Clemson in terms of armament, uh, but it's been uh, pretty decent this season, though. All right, all right. Good luck to everybody then. Uh, Mary Resnick, good morning. My vote goes to Lawyers and Dragons. I didn't put Lawyers and Dragons in the poll. I'm not so self-serving. And then Ian's asking questions in our chat like, this is about college football? And I, he, he doesn't understand. He is. We, we got a little smack talk going on in the various DM groups. Hmm. Uh, but uh, this last one was hilarious, especially when Nate had 16 plus one laughing emoji. Oh, God. Nate the fighter. You know what? Nobody's going to be okay, though. Nobody's going to be okay. Good morning from Minnesota. I watched Roger Federer retire. Sad face tennis. I didn't watch the guy set his arm on fire. Uh, 
what that happened what? at the uh tournament someone said so somebody lit their arm on fire at yeah a tennis well, match yeah well you say it like yeah of course that happens every tennis match what what is it a protest i i, I actually don't know the full context i just read the headline oh okay all right we along got a with, with along with the hangouts i got everything covered we got Deidre saying, go Bucks and go Browns. I don't know why she's bringing the Minnesota professional basketball team into this uh, from Ohio, but uh, I, I can I can accede to that. You might mean the Buckeyes, who, who is the consistent terror drone death star always looming on the Big Ten horizon, just eviscerating people. Once. Hey, Ohio State fans. Once in, once in the day, they were. I remember when Ohio State played Clemson. In the national finals for uh, for football, how many points did uh, Ohio get when they played Clemson? It's so hard for me to remember. Oh boy, it's going to be a fun fall, isn't it, everybody? Uh, let's see. I says Austin. I did Grim and Kid Sports. Hey, yeah, it's about that time. I was actually thinking about what I was going to start watching just as a kind of regular mood filler. I was thinking I was going to start Supernatural again from 15, 16 years ago. Uh, to go into the October season. But Grimm's a good choice for that as well. Um, so that sounds like fun. Uh, and kids sports. Uh, I, I love sports. My 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 girls don't really do sports uh, in the fashion that I recognize. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a little sad for me. But we had a lot of fun anyway. And we got a lot of good one-on-one time uh, this weekend. And uh, that was enjoyable. I, I took, I think I said this on Friday. Um, or maybe it was Saturday. But I took... My oldest daughter um, to uh, see Avatar 3D because uh, she really likes Avatar and uh, it still blows you away with its 3D. <laughs> it's, it's by far the best 3D movie ever in terms of that technology. Uh, so check it out. I think it's still out for another week or so. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, we might go again. Uh, let's see here. Charm says, I never watched new series after what they did to Firefly. The trust is gone. Laughing emoji. I'll consider watching after they do a season two. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think right, I think the Rings of Power folks are, like, contracted out for, like, years. Um, so that's probably going to be okay. House of the Dragon has already signed up for season two, so it's going to survive. Uh, and or, uh, I suspect they're still evaluating, uh, but we'll see what Disney does with that. And I have no idea what She-Hulk. No idea at all. Afternoon from Manchester. Is there Rangers. anything left in the Star Wars tank? I mean, at all. Because I, I, I just... I think whatever was left in Star Wars kind of, kind of evaporated long ago. I've long since lost interest in any of the movies. They're not releasing like, any movies. I, I mean, yeah, that's kind of my point. I, I just like that's how long ago I lost interest. Like somewhere around the time Rogue One came out, I stopped caring. Rogue One's pretty good. No, I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars forever. Uh, yeah, I think Disney's burning it to the ground, but I don't think that's because Star Wars is inherently empty. Uh, I think that's because Disney is a poor steward of the brand. Uh, but that's a distinction um, there. And it doesn't matter since Disney owns them. Their poor stewardship is Star Wars for all practical purposes. So that's what true. can we do? Afternoon from Manchester, England. England, across the Atlantic Sea. And I haven't watched any of the shows, so I choose Lawyers and Dragons. There you go. That is the best show on TV. Caitlin says, I've only watched House of Dragon." And I'm still unsure how I feel about it. Cheers to that, Caitlin. I tell you what, House of the Dragon is doing exactly what I like uh, with respect to kind of kingdoms and succession and things like that. They're having fun politics. They've got a lot of different mixed motivations amongst a lot of different characters. And then they just go 
and just uh, as as bloody or as otherwise gratuitous as you can imagine, because by God, it's not TV, it's HBO. And I was thinking while I was watching last night, I was like, I want you know, I like these scenes where they talk about machinations and, and politics. And I wonder when it came to be that basically if you want to watch a show like that, it has to be either kind of disgusting or gratuitous or frothy in a very specific way. And I don't have an answer to that question. Um, so House of the Dragon, I like. They are they're doing interesting things with like the logistics of their story. Uh, it is in some ways uh, broader and, and more epic than what they did with Game of Thrones because of time and things like that. We, now, we're going to avoid spoilers. I, I, I saw like a vague allusion to a headline, but wasn't someone saying that like one of the stars of like the Lord of the Rings TV show was saying that the women in those, the show were analogous to trump voters or something not to my knowledge kurt okay I, uh... <laughs> um but uh no like i mean bring politics into everything right uh well I, house of the dragon clearly has a uh has a bent towards disgusting uh disgusting disgusting too those are different scenes we could talk about those uh you know a togue after dark uh discussing um, you know, patrilineal succession issues uh, and how that might make women successor feel. Uh, but uh, outside of that, no, not really. House of the Dragon does not clearly align with uh, modern politics to much to its credit. Um, so I can't really I can't really think that rings of power maybe leans in that a little bit closer. But no, I watch these things as a complete escapist separate from, from basically everything. Um Happy morning from Southern Florida. Happy to now be out of the cone for Hurricane Ian. Spent the weekend working, then cleaning and cooking for the week on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, folks, folks in the danger zone. You know, be safe out there. Uh, we do see that. Uh, we do see that coming. Uh, and as much as I would like to make jokes about our, our brethren and colleague Ian, uh, I don't joke around with hurricanes. <laughs> I got people in all those cones. So uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Definitely. Good morning, everyone. Says the Heather's. Totally. Jersey says it was a rainy, cloudy, dreary weekend here. So mostly we stayed in and did nothing at all. Sounds like you think that's a bad thing, but sometimes yeah. that's, that's exactly what you need after a week. Uh, I, I clearly watch too much football. Uh, Heather says I voted for Andor because I have faith. Yeah, it's got a lot of production values. Um, and I, I, you know, I would edit it out some of the early episodes, uh, but I think it's, it's got a possibility of being strong. Rings of Power is finally getting good, says Katie Cotton. Yeah, I, I don't mind Rings of Power. I, hey, like I said, this is Positivity Zone. Zafira, hi from Switzerland, playing video games on a rainy weekend. That's wonderful. I did some of that, too. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I got a new game called the Dio Field Chronicle. It's a Square Enix game uh, that is about um, kingdoms fighting amongst each other. I, you know, we got dragons and wyverns in that one as well, which I've really been enjoying. I've been thinking about playing uh, Mass Effect for my charity stream on the 30th. Okay. Because I never actually, I've never actually played beyond like the first three or four hours of Mass Effect, and I have the entire trilogy. So I was figuring maybe I'll play Mass Effect for like fifteen hours on the thirtieth and do that as part of the charity fundraiser. Ooh, Mass Effect is a good one. Mass Effect One is the best. You'll hear other people on the internet suggesting I'm a crazy person for saying so, but Mass Effect One is the best. So remember to tune in for that on the thirtieth. We're raising money and awareness for thyroid cancer. Okay. All proceeds go to the American Thyroid Association. That should be starting at probably 9 a central time, 9 a.m. central time 
although we might start a little earlier and probably go until midnight. So we're going to be doing a 15-hour day of stuff for charity fundraising. Should be fun on the 30th. Nice. Is Am I am I right in thinking the 30th is Friday? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I have to double-check my calendar. Yeah, no, yes. so do I. it's like, that's Friday, yes? Yes. Uh, okay, fantastic. So if there's a if there's a hangout at headlines, I might come in for that and then immediately go into charity game stream. Actually, that'd be cool. So if you do one on Friday, if you would invite me, that way I can roll right into it. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Yeah. No, I think so. It just depends on what the headlines are that come up because the 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 longer ones I just do solo. Uh, but I will keep that in mind. Definitely, Kurt. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Christine says, "Watched my big red quarterback, aka Clifford, and the Penn State Nittany Lions." But again, we are. I think we're supposed to say Penn State here, um, but you know we're in the middle of the season, so we've got a, Michigan versus Penn State's coming up. We'll see how that goes. It'll be fun. Uh, I watched my Aggies almost lose it because they didn't decide to show up until the second quarter. Don't you hate that? College football, you never know what's going to happen. Good morning from Kentucky. So glad you're a morning person. I'm glad, too. Uh, you know, sometimes it strains the marriage a little bit, but I think we've all worked it out. <laughs> Hi, Kurt, says Callista. I think we're coming in on your intro. Hey, Hello. Kurt. Hey, cowboy hats and orange uh, hearts. All good stuff. Oh, good morning. Hi, Kurt. Uh, I miss seeing Barry Sanders take the first bite out of the turkey leg. Oh, yeah. Well, lions. <laughs> Ooh, I am enjoying the rings of power. House of Dragon is good. Kurt summoned my cat. Okay. Doing dramatic voices go. Also checking in from Ohio. My weekend was boring. Driving Saturday. Snoozing Sunday. Boring's better than the alternative sometimes. Sometimes. Crazy Cat Queen. Dallas fan here. But I was rooting for the Lions because it's my daughter-in-law's team. And I love her to bits. Great weekend for Michigan. Go FSU Knowles. Heart emoji. Yeah. Well, Michigan won. Anyone you can walk away from. <laughs> it, was, it was not my favorite game. It was not a super enjoyable experience. Uh, but it was a win at the end of the day. I love Lawyers and Dragons. Nate was fun. Thank you, TX Carrie. Uh, nurse to misaligned lower back because Kairos don't work weekends in my HMO. Oh, no. That's sad. I'm sorry to hear it. Hopefully, you've got some uh, relief or have some scheduled coming up this week. Uh, but uh, I know how that can be. Um, so, definitely. Uh, lucky today, I learned Secret McSquirrel this morning that there's a bird called an emu wren. Emu and wren got together? I don't, I don't know. Get it, Kurt. Go, Kurt. Kurt bringing the sass and alertness. That Sarah says it's for laws to protect bees under fish and games laws because they're not an animal or a fish. But if I recall, fish was supposed to mean anything not animal. Hence, now fish includes bees too. That Sarah yeah. operating with that California knowledge. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the, the, the relevant definition talks about fish and then it talks about like other invertebrates and so bees are okay never mind let's press on laws are just programming code written by people that maybe don't follow the details all the time mm. <laughs> uh the uncounting valley with she hulk is hard to get past says katie uh it can be the renderings aren't that great i have experienced science fiction and fantasy with what amounts to you know the ufo on the string so none of that bothers me too much it's really about the story but i get it it doesn't look great often <laughs> Uh, Carrie, haven't watched House of the Dragon because didn't watch Game of Thrones. 
you don't even, you don't need Game of Thrones for House of Dragon. Not interested in She-Hulk. Rings is decent and Andor is pretty decent and definitely better than Obi-Wan since the bar is slow. It is vastly better than Obi-Wan. Let's let's just put that out there. Uh, it is it is way more considered in its camera flow and its production values and its uh, choice of actors and its tone uh, than Obi-Wan. It, it's not even not even close. Uh, so that's that's if you're looking for negativity, that's my negativity. Obi Wan, uh, Hoagie should do an episode. Ask me about Obi Wan, just get a hat. Ask me about Obi Wan, that'll be good. All right, I get it like the old Monkey Island button. Ask me about Obi Wan, Hoagie. You should do an episode talking about respect the creator's creations and not changing it to the point it's not their work anymore, like in adaptations. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely could um adaptations sometimes go on their own and writers try to improve things and like we've got we've seen that in video games right i'm still looking at that dead spin re, uh, dead spin dead space remake that they're doing early next year uh that has all the interviews about how we're gonna bring it up to speed for modern audiences and add uh, different plot beats it's like ooh, mm. okay <laughs> all right we'll see uh kelly says we're familiar with the owen 16 lines we definitely don't get invested in losses if anything we celebrate when they figure out a new way to do it. Yesterday was pretty impressive. You have the most aggressive coach in the league going for it on fourth down at every point in time, except when it's fourth and four with a sure win if he makes four yards where he decides to kick a field goal that'll put the Lions up by six. If it goes in, it doesn't goes in, gives the other team a half field with a minute left, and they, of course, win the game. I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive. The Heather says the last episode of She-Hulk really disappointed me in the overall series is wah, wah, wah. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I You are in front of me on this. Uh, let's see. She-Hulk is a lawyer. Hogue is biased. Uh, Keck? I don't know what that means. Sarcastic. Finally caught you live. Happy face emoji. Thanks, Dan May. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I often avoid lawyer shows uh, because uh, they aren't maybe the most diligent about law. We're going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, here, I know we did get some super chats I want to grab, and I'm so far behind because y'all are chatting up a storm. Already 500 of you here at 8 in the morning on the East Coast. The elves and rings of power are missing something they had in the movies. Can't quite put my finger on it, but this time around, they just look like humans with spirit gum ears stuck on. Uh, yeah, we could talk about this a little bit of rings of power. I will say that they tried to make the elves less ephemeral, less ethereal. Um, less different. So they do come across in general as humans. It's a little bit more of a Star Trek approach where it's uh, it's a human being with a prosthetic on. Um, and I think they've they've leaned into that. I mean, Galadriel and Elrond are people, give or take, uh, with a lot of foibles. Uh, and uh, you don't have to like it. It is definitely different from Peter Jackson's uh, Lord of the Rings. It's also, you know, a thousand years earlier. So you can give a little leeway to that i think um but if it doesn't work for you i totally get that as well uh galadriel is an annoying character <laughs> galadriel has episodes where she just asserts things and i was actually sitting on my couch watching with my daughter and be like well, you got you use diplomacy what what are you doing uh where she gets herself into trouble by just being um adamant um but but sillily so uh and so galadriel is a, is a difficult character uh elrond i think is maybe a little bit smoother um but uh yeah i think rings of power is interesting i'm still not sure i'm sold on it 
because it seems a little bit more like a world book encyclopedia or an almanac than a character story. Uh, but um, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Vincent says, Rings of Power looks and sounds pretty, but woe to any Tolkien fans expecting a faithful or coherent adaptation of his works. As I have said in other spaces, I am not what you would describe as a Tolkien scholar. Yes, I know the Silmarillion. Yes, I know the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, uh, but I am never like a thousand percent sure about this person with six names and 14 titles and what year they're from and exactly what they did. So that's not... That's not something that's going to bug me if you tell an internally consistent, interesting story. Um, and that's, uh, I think Rings of Power is somewhat doing that. It's it's in a wait for further information grade for me right now. Um, Prototopics, David, our uh, GM, of course, Lawyers and Dragons, hashtag Team Sauron, Rings of Power is trash. Bringing that positivity to the stream, David. <laughs> One of these mornings, I'm going to have to get you on here. Uh, you could uh, you could tell me uh, all of your thoughts on uh, on Rings of Power. Um, hashtag Team Sauron. Yeah, I do think they I think they made it clear who Sauron is a little bit too early for my liking. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's trash. But if you're not liking it, I'm very sorry. You might be he, David might be like a Tolkien scholar and looking at it and saying this isn't this isn't what it is at all. Um, mm. And I have heard I have heard folks say that in various places. Uh, David says Galadriel is very unlikable. This is different, David. Uh, yeah, she is very unlikable, which is which can be a choice, right? You can have characters in shows and movies that are intrinsically unlikable. Uh, it's a hard sell sometimes uh, because they they make stupid decisions. Uh, they're animated by uh, desires that maybe don't make a ton of sense. Um, and I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Cynthia says something very similar. Galadriel needs a blood fight or something. Yeah, she's very, she's very angry, seemingly angry young lady. I think she's supposed to be like 3000 years old by the time this story takes place. But yeah, uh, elves and rings of power are closer to Tolkien's elves than Peter Jackson's elves. Again, I, I stand down on this. I can point out they are different. Um, and when I think about having read The Lord of the Rings, which was a long time ago, I think of them as perhaps a little bit more ethereal like Peter Jackson's, but that doesn't make me right. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings just went on forever. The, it's the just, movies? It's a really long book. You, oh, the, the book. Well, mm. they, they, he liked poems and poetry and things like that. Um, let's, uh, let's see. Carrie says, now we know how to get David fired up. Sure, sure. If we, if we really want to agitate him, like I did on Saturday, arguing rules with him, um, you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just throw in a Rings of Power reference and see see what what pops out of the GM. Um, no spoilers. I don't know who Sauron is yet. I'm, I all I said was I thought they left it a little bit too obvious, but I'm not. I'm, there's no there's a spoiler free zone. I'm not that guy. <laughs> uh, did we get an update on Hogue's thoughts on House of the Dragon? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, all right. Before we go into the headlines, I'll just talk about this poll, um, and I'll end it. There we go. Um, House of the Dragon, I think, has gotten off to the best start. Uh, I think that House of the Dragon is the most focused of the shows that we've seen so far. Andor has to get a little bit more time. It's a little bit unfair to grade Andor uh, against the others, even though it put up three episodes, so it's kind of caught up. Those three episodes were, in my opinion, really one episode. They had one episode of plot. Probably should have been a 90-minute movie dropped as a pilot. 
um, and not separated by those specific episode titles and things like that. Uh, House of the Dragon is focused specifically on that kind of King's Chamber drama uh, and succession stuff that always works on these kinds of things. And I just think for whatever reason, uh, the showrunners slash HBO slash whatever is wildly more invested in the belief that we need to see disgusting and or sexual things at all time to go with our fantasy dramas uh, than I am. Um, and so, I, you know, I, episode four I watched and I got about halfway through and it was a bit much for me. Uh, and uh, then uh, it took me a little while to catch back up. So I watched the second half of four yesterday and I watched five yesterday and then I watched the first half of six. So I did a big old um, House of the Dragon uh, chunk viewing. And I think it's very good. I think Matt Smith is excellent as being a wild card uh, kind of character. Uh, and I think it is likely to finish uh, out of these four as the one people remember and, and think most highly of. Uh, but it isn't perfect. And certainly some of the acting is better than others. And some of the stuff we saw yesterday, which we won't go into on details, um, is a, a little bit difficult because of some of the changes that are made on the fly to the show. And we'll leave it at that. Uh, but I, I like it quite a bit. Um, and, you know, the fast forward button is there for a reason. I just am worried that they're going to deliver actual plot points in stuff that I would otherwise fast forward. Uh, thank you for asking me. But yeah, I did like it. Uh, I did spoil the NFL results. This is fair, folks. On Monday mornings, chances are you're going to hear some NFL results, probably related to my teams, sometimes other teams, if something really ridiculous happened. Uh, football, American football in particular, is one of my favorite sports because, as I describe it, it is one of the most litigious of sports. There is a rule book to, that is longer than your arm. There are terrible calls all the time, and we get to discuss the minutia of how those rules are applied to disparate circumstances every single weekend. It is the lawyer's sport. Mm. And so I, I will probably be talking about it on Monday mornings. I'm not going to lie. And and you, I'll just come in destitute. Hello. It's another Monday when and if Michigan loses this season. So we'll have fun with that. Um, otherwise, yes, I did spoil those. That's true. Uh, Carrie says that's pretty much why I never watched Game of Thrones. I would say that House of the Dragon is actually worse. Um, House of the Dragon is like, okay, we did this last thing that um, shocked you. We're going to have to do it more, bigger, broader, bad era, asser whatever. Um, and uh, uh, I think that's a, that's a problem. Uh, House of the Dragon because Matt Smith. Yep. He's awesome. Um, Don Lineart. Yeah. I haven't seen Andor yet. No plans on watching Rings of Power and She-Hulk makes me sad. I'm super not into time jumps though. That's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Wherever that might apply. Um, yes, it is. Uh, it is tricky to manage things that are logistically difficult for storytellers. Uh, I will say that. Um, let's see here. Uh, that's her. I think David was actually surprised that it took so long for the rules learning to start. I just had to remember the rules enough to start getting into it. That's all. <laughs> I have to watch that episode. I missed out on this one. Oh, oh yeah. Me arguing with David about what command does. <laughs> Who won? Um, I think it was a detente. Mm. <laughs> David was very nice and didn't drop the hammer on me, uh, you know, live on YouTube is what I would say. Uh, but uh, he, he could have squished me like a bug at any moment in time with his massive game master powers. Uh, let's see here. Boulders fall, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Tanmay, HBO might have numbers suggesting that gore and sexuality gets more attention for people who don't know about the series while the regulars can enjoy the story bits. It's true, but like I just find myself pining for a version that's just the story bits because I'm going to be frank here. I don't think they handle gore or sexuality very well. I don't. I don't think it's done well. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it, it it doesn't it doesn't work for me. House of the Dragon flows more. Absolutely, it does. It it has focus in a way that some of the other shows maybe don't. Um, let's see here, uh, Heather's ding ding ding. There was no ending to the first two episodes that left me wanting. I believe that's probably Andor. Uh, I hope it's Andor because the ending of the first two episodes are like. I, you know how when you watch a two-hour pilot thing that somebody made for a TV show and the TV show becomes successful, but when it's put on DVD or you watch it on streaming, that two hours is split into two episodes so that for syndication they can do that. There's like an arbitrary time when they just cut off the episode. That's what Andor feels like. That first three episodes is a movie. It is. It has one arc um, and it would greatly benefit from another editing pass and from being put together. Uh, William Eggert, not too interested in watching either show at the moment, but we'll probably binge them once the full seasons are available. Go Vikings. You headed to Iowa City this weekend. I am not. I am not. I like Iowa fans, and I like Iowa. Kinect is a house of horrors for anybody going to play games there. Um, so who knows what will happen, uh, but I am not going to Iowa City. I will be watching on my television immediately following Lawyers and Dragons, which is another reason why I'm not going to games this year so much. Um, but uh, no, I think it'll be a good game. Iowa's defense is very stout, uh, and uh, we'll see how Michigan's offense can deal with it. Uh, Angel Angelica says, I love Matt Smith's Damon Targaryen. Yep, he's great at it. Um, if you think NFL is a lawyer sport, you should check out Formula One. I like it. You're selling me on it. I haven't uh, watched Formula One uh, before, not really. Uh, Don Leonard, how many subs to get Hogue to watch English Premier League soccer? Is Ted Lasso in it? Is, is AFC Richmond in there? Is Richmond a real town in England? Probably. I don't know. I mean, if you're constructing a show like this, how fictional do you go in order to avoid disparaging uh, any given region, town, city, team, or otherwise? Uh, how many subs to get Hogue to watch English Premier League? So that's like really early on Saturday mornings, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Um, it's like, you have to get up at like five in the morning here to watch premier league soccer. Does that sound right? Um, uh, more subs than I have now. Something to aim at. I don't know. 120. <laughs> we'll put, we'll put, pick something out there. Uh, nude. I'm a bit behind right now on my NFL recordings, but even when caught up, I'll rarely have watched Sunday night football on a Monday morning. Sure. Absolutely. Did I mention Sunday night football? Who, which teams even played in Sunday Night Football? I don't know. Yeah, I probably wasn't watching it either. I was watching House of the Dragon. Uh, Rings of Power costumes killed it for me and not in the good way. I do think Rings of Power has a, a considerably more expensive look than House of the Dragon in places. Costumes is the exception. The, the House of the Dragon costumes are significantly better than the Rings of Power costumes. Uh, that's That strikes me every time I see them. They have a lot of fun making royal wear in house of the dragon um and or first two episodes should have been edited to one i'd say the first three honestly all goes together um okay let's see here i live in richmond virginia no i don't think that counts 
They appear to be in Britain in Ted Lasso. Uh, I need some I need some British friends here to tell me if Richmond is a real place. Uh, Don says it's worse when they do two single episodes that are part of a two series doing a crossover. There's an episode of George Lopez that crossed over with Freddie, and it now makes no sense. It is funny to try if you like go on Netflix uh, and they might not live on Netflix anymore, but when they had like the CW DC shows and they did so many crossovers and plot lines that like interacted with each other, you need, you need the, one of the streamers to have like a roadmap. Like this is when these things all happened so that you can kind of piece them together. Jessica says Richmond is a real town. Yes. Richmond is real says Chris. All right. Fantastic. Richmond that, is that, real. That implies that, uh, the UK is real and not right. just a magical fantasy place. Well, that's what I used to joke around with my daughters on is like, so I, they, they wanted to visit Paris. I said, I have no, I have no personal knowledge that Paris is real. I don't Are we positive? Don't know. We only have our own experiences. Mm. Uh, Tan May says you don't need to watch the EPL live. Tongues out. Happy emoji. Okay. This is true. But you'll note on Saturdays, if it's not live, I go from Lawyers and Dragons to Michigan football. <laughs> have you been to Paris? I have not. Okay. I've been to Paris. Oh, well, okay. Again, but this is secondhand knowledge, folks. You know how we treat secondhand sources here in Virtually God. We've got to treat it with a grain of salt. He says Paris is real. We don't know. Kurt seems like an honest broker. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying I haven't been there. Don Lionheart, the earliest games are 7 a.m. on Saturday. I took the stairs at the Eiffel Tower. It was actually kind of a fun experience. Uh, the, the lines for the elevators, as you would expect, are quite long. And so I took the stairs and actually had more fun for it in the end. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. David, I man, I'm going to use this in the future. Da David, you just have this feeling that David of Lawyers and Dragons is back, is back there commenting on Rings of Power. Rings of Power armor looks like plastic from Party City. I will say that the armor in Rings of Power is superior to the armor in Obi-Wan, where you can see the foam creases from the Joannes every time they move their arm. So in terms of scale, I will agree that the Rings of Power armor is not great, but Obi-Wan is still the worst I've seen this year. Richmond is real along the Thames, southwest London. Hey, all right. Okay, it's good to know. Annalise says, I was born in Richmond, Virginia, 73 years ago next month. Well, that is awesome. Happy early birthday, Annalie. And congratulations on 73 years. That's awesome. Um, Midnight Wind says, New Trek was okay. You could see when the budget ran thin. Yep, absolutely. But it wasn't as bad as Picard. Nothing is. Picard versus Obi-Wan is a battle that would break my brain. Ooh. I don't know which of those shows is worse. Oh, that's hard. Uh, Jules. But I, I mean... Okay. I mean, they're both bad in such horrible, horrible ways. But Picard, I, I guess I'll have to slightly give it to Picard just because I'm a Star Trek fan and it broke my heart. So you think Picard is better than Obi-Wan? No, worse. Okay, Picard is worse than Obi-Wan. I think that's probably where I would lean. I don't think Obi-Wan did lasting damage or anything. It's just terrible. Uh, Picard is like, oh, man, I love Picard. What did you do? <laughs> Uh, Jules, I was looking forward to House of Dragon, but found I like Rings of Power a lot more. Fantastic. Maybe House of Dragon will get better. I think it does. Actually, there's a couple of things that I think happen. One, the main actors get a little bit more used to their roles and get better in House of the Dragon. So it's pretty clear they filmed it in order. Uh, and uh, it gets more interesting as the machinations roll up. Um, as someone that did ring read 
Fire and Blood uh, and vaguely remember the, the details here. It's like when they started, it, I was like, well, this is way too early for what will be the Dance of the Dragons. Um, and uh, so they they're getting into it more as the season goes on. Um, so I think I, House of the Dragon uh, did definitely get better over the course of the episodes. But you have to be willing to put up with a whole lot of just gratuity. Don, one more chat for my team. The Tottenham Hotspur hashtag champion of yogurt splats. Champ, champ, champion of the years soccer. What, what is Koi's? <laughs> is it is that uh, is that their mascot? You got to help me out here. Um, and how did I do with Tottenham? Tot Tottenham. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Jessica, your Spurs. I'm a Man City. Okay, we're gonna have a fight here. Do we have to worry about soccer hooligans in the chat? I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not used to this. This is what I get for talking about American football. Uh, is it Coyotes? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Hoagie's now champion of yogurt splats. Well, with that, let's uh, let's take a look at some. <laughs> let's take a look at some headlines here. Um, so I did want to talk about, <laughs> yes, the, the chat. <laughs> okay, hold on. We almost got to the headlines, folks. I'm getting the explanations here. Uh, Don says, okay, two more chats. Yes, as actors get more comfortable, most shows improve. This was pretty marked, though. Like, the main actress in House of the Dragon, I remember thinking in the first episode, was like, I, she does not seem ready for prime time. And by the time episode three rolls around, I remember thinking, oh, that was, she is her own character. She is, she found it, which is nice. They don't always find it. Um, and uh, so I do think that that improves pretty significantly. And then give How I Met Your Father another chance, Hogue. I did not like How I Met Your Father. Uh, Hogue, C-O-Y-S is come on, you Spurs. Okay. I mean, that. It's English, but why? What's the you doing? What, what's wrong with "Come on, Spurs" or "Go Spurs"? <laughs> come on, you Spurs! Is that a standard kind of British way of, of rooting for a team? Is it? Is it "Come on, you"? Is like that? Is that part of the part of the early um, phraseology here? I don't know. What? I don't. Move on. Okay, Kurt. I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, uh, so we pulled up this headline, The Verge, um, talking about this uh, lawsuit that we had discussed pretty pretty significantly here uh, in Hangouts and Headlines. I, I, I might have done a virtual legality video on it separately, honestly. And this was about two TikTok people making a musical out of Bridgerton. Um, and Netflix wound up allowing it for a long period of time. This musical wound up winning a Grammy for Best Musical. And then they decided to take it on a bit of a tour uh, they did a show with Broadway actors in Washington, D.C. They had one planned in London, uh, England. And it was at that point that Netflix decided to sue them for taking their fan content, which they'd otherwise tweeted out and marketed for them, really, and saying it had gone too far now because they were charging tickets to go see this musical. And we discussed the specifics here. We discussed that uh, there are areas that you can go and that you can have an homage to something, then that's totally fine. When you start using the dialogue that they wrote, when you start using the stuff that was actually specifically crafted by Netflix, you're you're gonna you're gonna lean into this kind of issue. Um, and Netflix decided to sue, uh, and we talked about the fact that 
90 some odd percent of all civil actions settled because it doesn't make sense to pay lawyers and have things out in limbo for uh, years and years on end. And so in this particular case, it certainly appears like we're looking at a settlement. And I wanted to make sure everybody was caught up on these stories. So The Verge here with, I guess, new branding. I don't know what is happening with their logo anymore. I Sure. Uh, Netflix drops lawsuit against the unofficial Bridgerton musicals creators. Netflix has dismissed its copyright infringement lawsuit against Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear, the creators behind the unofficial Bridgerton musical, as reported earlier by Variety and Deadline. Yes, we're going to go to those sites in just a second. A copy of the court filing obtained by Deadline indicates that Netflix moved to dismiss this action with prejudice. We'll talk about that as well, meaning that the streamer can't reopen the case in the future. The duo was scheduled to respond to Netflix complaint on Thursday, but that never happened. And Netflix dismissed the suit on Friday. It's unclear if they reached a settlement with the streamer. This first sentence probably should tell you the answer to that question, but I do respect a journalist saying, I don't know. Uh, but the two ended up canceling their September 20th concert at Royal Albert Hall in London last month, where they were supposed to perform their songs along the B alongside the BBC Orchestra. Now, that's those are the details. Um, this gets a little bit weird as we see it reported in various places. Uh, Netflix has dropped its lawsuit against the creators of the unofficial Bridgerton musical, says Business Insider. They report basically the same stuff, but do include a bunch of additional information on how Netflix was uh, supporting it and what happened with respect to the Washington, D.C. performance and how the book writer talked about these things and then go back to deadline and variety, which is really where all this stuff originated. So deadline. Bridgerton, the musical lawsuit tossed by Netflix as UK performances of live show canceled. So here I think things get a little bit confused, even at the headline level, right? So Deadline and Variety are originating this story. Neither one of the sites we just looked at actually separates the two, even though they're not the same. This headline then confuses things because it sounds, this would be even more clear evidence that there was a settlement and it had specific parameters. Uh, when you say, hey, it gets tossed and then the performance of the live show are canceled. As was mentioned very briefly in the Verge article, these cancellations actually happen more than a month ago, right? Barlow and Bear cancel London concert. This is as the lawsuit is happening. They get sued in July, early August. They say, we're not going to London anymore. We don't know exactly how the pressure is being placed on the hall itself, the creators themselves, but the lawsuit is pending. They take this action while their answer period is still ongoing. And then you tie that together to what happened the last couple of days. I think that's probably an inappropriate headline. Uh, Kurt, you have feelings on that? No, no. I'm just trying to figure out why Netflix is making the decisions they did in this uh, situation. Seems very odd all the way around. Why they praise it, why they sue over it, why they drop it. I don't understand Netflix's decisions on this oh. score. I think we can talk about motivations as soon as we get done with how this is described a little bit. Definitely. So deadline then goes and starts to be poetic. There is nothing on earth quite so envied as a diamond, says Lady Whistledown in the first season of Netflix and Shonda Rhimes' blockbuster Bridgerton. The Julie Andrews voiced character is rarely wrong, but she might want to recognize the value. Oh, that sentence. Oh, no. Oh. it. Of an avoided legal action, also. Thank you, Deadline. Oh, that's horrible. That's you stretch for that writing. one. That's you stretch for that writing. one. I respect wow. it. No, I don't respect it. Oh, no, I respect that hurts. it. That's I love reading Deadline stuff. It's the, the, they, they write in the craziest style. Uh, to that, the scheduled performance of the controversial, unofficial Bridgerton musical didn't occur in the UK this week, and Netflix's copyright lawsuit over the work 
is now over too. Plaintiff, Netflix Worldwide Entertainment LLC and Netflix Studios LLC hereby dismiss this action with prejudice. Read it here. Oh, yes. Lot to lot to dive into. A warning, this is where we're going to go into a four-hour episode. We're going to go through this document in its entirety. Here we go. Notice of voluntarily, voluntary dismissal. Pursuant to Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 41A1A, plaintiffs Netflix Worldwide Entertainment LLC and Netflix Studios LLC hereby dismiss this action with prejudice. Okay. Now, if memory serves under Rule 41, you this dismissal without prejudice. Uh. Yes, well, it is automatically, uh, but hereby dismiss this action with prejudice changes it. So if we look at dismissal of actions, uh, and if you're wondering why the court didn't have to say anything in this, uh, it's because the answer didn't get filed. Uh, so once the two sides join, once the joust is commenced, the court gets to have a say into when these things go away and what settlement looks like, etc. 41A here says that the plaintiff can voluntarily dismiss their claim against the defendant uh, with a notice of dismissal before the opposing party serves an answer or motion for summary judgment. The, the plaintiff sues and the defendant like hasn't gotten out of bed yet, right? The defendant has a certain amount of time to respond and it hasn't even really started. The plaintiff can say, my bad, and we're, we're going to... We got something fundamentally wrong. We don't want to go this route. We're taking back. The courts are busy. The courts are overloaded. Uh, we, we have a rule that says if if you want a mulligan, fine. Go take your mulligan. Um, uh, and you can do that also after it's commenced if everybody agrees. Generally speaking, you can do whatever you want if everybody agrees. Uh, but the court sometimes has a say in that. The effect of this automatically is unless the notice states otherwise, the dismissal is without prejudice. Now, without prejudice means uh, that you can bring it back. Uh, without prejudice and with prejudice, it's probably terms of art that the legal profession needs to change because people report on them wrong. And honestly, I can't blame them. It brings up thoughts of prejudice. <laughs> so what well, I mean, it is literally prejudice because the prejudice is the prejudge. And we've prejudged it as by saying, yeah, we've prejudged anything that would come off as being wrong. You want to use prejudged. I'm all for it, Kurt. But I think we could probably get away from the use of the word prejudice because uh, it is important for the for the legal system to have a certain amount of transparency. And, and people get this one. I, they, they think wrongly about this phraseology all the time. I mean, you have to admit that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're clearly not on my Twitter where I get like they said it was with prejudice. The bastards. <laughs> OK. OK. Uh, this is where I say to the OK, could you could you go look up a dictionary? And just tell me what prejudice means. And it just means to prejudge, right? We've prejudged it correct. Great. Right, but the court didn't judge Dic anything here. Dictionaries, dictionaries, no, they're prejudging the next case. They're dismissing it with prejudice. Prejudice to the next case. Uh, the next uh, case is prejudged. Uh, I'm just okay, saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm explaining how English works now. Oh boy. Oh boy. I got Kurt fired up. Uh, so in any event. This this phrase, obviously, at the top end here says you can say it's with prejudice if you want to. Um, so the automatic default is that if you just walk away, nobody judged anything. Court didn't look at anything. You don't give up your right to sue automatically, but you can self-select to give up your right to sue, which strongly suggests that you have come to a certain arrangement with the defendants. Um, like when I say strongly, I mean... We don't make guarantees here in the legal profession, but something like 99.99% chance that uh, a, a, an accord has been reached. Those last two words of with prejudice, says deadline, in the brief notice of voluntary dismissal means that this matter is closed and done. 
So no Albert Hall performance on September 20th and no more lawyers to bill by the hour. Well, I mean, this this is just a time travel kind of conceit. This article is happening on September 23rd. So yes, there was in fact no Albert Hall performance on September 20th. Uh, but it is possible that they settled something that just includes a royalty share and that Bridgerton, the unofficial musical, could come up. We don't know what it is that they would have agreed to. No explanation was given as to why the streamer suddenly pulled the plug on the suit. However, despite Netflix and the Shondaland boss's support and then disdain, probably disdain would be my guess, for the musical over the months, it doesn't take a high society perch to figure who shut who down. The plaintiff streamer is supposedly quite satisfied with how the dispute was finally resolved, we hear. Also of note, Friday's dismissal comes one day after Barlow and Bear were supposed to respond to the initial complaint, a deadline they didn't make, and now we know why. Yes, they skipped their deadline date because they were in open settlement talks. I mean, like, that's 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 what happened here, and it becomes at least a little bit trickier for this to be pulled off if they actually answer that document. Um, I, I, speculation, of course, on our side, uh, but if we go to Variety, Variety's willing to commit more than Deadline did here with the headline, Netflix settles copyright lawsuit <laughs> over unofficial Bridgerton musical. Okay. Strictly speaking, strictly speaking, you don't know that, right? Well, they're going to say they have it sourced. Uh, we And what we do is anonymous sources is, is fine. And, and Deadline, Deadline's lawyers don't want to commit to that. But like this line is clearly, uh, our, our birdies are telling us this thing got settled. And that's the only thing that makes sense. There is no reason to dismiss your claim with prejudice if you don't have some kind of agreement uh, with the party that you're talking about. Um, and so when you get to Variety, they're just like, screw it. They settled. <laughs> Netflix has settled the copyright lawsuit, says the first line from Variety. I respect the panache. The streaming service dismissed the suit on Friday against Emily Bear and Abigail Barlow, the creators of the musical, though the court filing did not say so. A source confirmed that the suit was in fact settled. We're not going to tell you anything about this. We're not going to tell you why that source is treated as anonymous. We're not going to tell you what tilt or biases they might have. You just have to take it on faith. But we feel so strongly about it. Our lawyer said we could put this in the headline. So, I mean, take that into account as well. The pair had earlier canceled the performance of the musical at Royal Albert Hall in London. We've got some background. Netflix alleged that it interfered with its own prom experience. Barlow and Bear have yet to respond to the lawsuit in court. A response was due on Thursday, but instead Netflix filed the dismissal on Friday with prejudice, meaning the suit cannot be refiled. Neither Netflix nor representatives for Barlow and Bear responded to the request for comment. And that goes throughout all these articles. That's the other clue that this is settled, is that generally speaking, these guys have been very public about their thoughts on this particular lawsuit. And that settlement agreement, whatever it might otherwise look like, almost certainly contains a non-disparagement. We do not talk about Fight Club clause uh, within that document. That's that's what you would have bought if you're Barlow and Bear. Stop, stop, stop yelling at us, please. Um, so that's the status of this thing. It is not a lawsuit anymore. Kurt, you raised the great point of like, what is even happening here in July? I honestly think Netflix is okay with the marketing components of even the existence of the musical, and they're not okay with the live performances. And so they they acted against it immediately. Uh, they got the one to be canceled in London. They said, don't do that ever again. And they might've gotten more. I mean, we don't know. The one thing that popped out of their lawsuit, if you remember reading it with us folks, is that Netflix had offered them a license, uh, but that license was not just for the live performances. It went back to the music that they had created, uh, which they were otherwise reaping presumably 100% of the revenues from uh, because Netflix had basically tacitly allowed it. Um, so that seemed like a point of contention as to whether or not you would go back in time 
and, and give them more money for stuff that you were already realizing. And Netflix might've been able to threaten them enough to get a license down. We don't know anything about what happened uh, between them on business terms, uh, but it seems highly likely that Netflix used its considerable might and lawyers uh, and uh, uh, got something along the lines of what they wanted from these two. Uh, so what do you, what do you think, Kurt? I am just continuing to be confused by the whole thing, to be honest. <laughs> do you think, that I also think, I also think the phrase dismissal with prejudice and without prejudice makes total logical sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make logical sense. We are trained lawyers though, Kurt. And I think we could do better to communicate what's happening with the, the actual citizenry. That, that the legal system is supposed to support. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed to disagree with me, man. All right. Well, with that commentary from Kurt, what do you all think in chat about all of this? Do you think they went too far? Do you think they went too far originally when they did their TikTok stuff? What, at what point did they go too far if you think that they did and you think Netflix was uh, a good actor here in suing them in the middle of the summer? Um, threatening them pretty good and then settling uh, without informing anybody what's even happening with respect to that particular intellectual property. What do you think, chat? Um, and I'll, I'll try to interrupt your discussion of the, the Tottenham Hotspur uh, to ask that question. There's a little bit of uh, uh, English Premier League uh, uh, banter going on here in the chat. So it's, it's, it's enjoyable. Uh, Joshua, we're on the verge of illegible website banners. <laughs> I didn't know that they only changed their like branding this weekend. I think I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, the new verge look is terrible. Half of the page is unused. Yeah. Uh, today on uh, web formatting uh, with Hogue. What's, what's the worst article of these that you could see? Uh, go Spurs go says Ophelia. Uh, catching it live from Utah, but playing two times the speed. Hopefully we're still understandable. Uh, wasn't the London concert supposed to be a charity event? Sounds like Netflix just cost a bunch of charities money, and I'm unhappy about that. I think it had a charity component. I don't know if it was wholly uh, charity revenue. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. Netflix didn't go after Jimmy, Mr. Beast for certain popular videos around Squid Games, but they went after the rest because they didn't want the backlash. Netflix has a complicated relationship with user-created content for Squid Game. I will tell you that. Uh, they are out there in the press saying they love Squid Game homages in, in Roblox and uh, all sorts of other stuff. And uh, then, yes, they pick and choose their positions. Mr. Beast, of course, has a large audience. It's largely marketing for their show. Um, and so Netflix takes a wide berth for a lot of this stuff, but then can have difficulty, you know, dropping the hammer when it's kind of. I want to know, I want to know, because Mr. Beast is such a, a big enterprise. I mean, surely they have lawyers. Sure. I, I mean, did, did I wonder, that's what I want to know. Did someone run that through before Mr. Beast spent? several million dollars replicating sets. Did someone ask someone about, hmm, maybe this is not the best idea because of the obvious legal problems? Or did we just go full speed ahead without doing that? I I mean, I will tell you, I, I, I think, candidly, I think he, he and his team play pretty fast and loose. I mean, like they're, you know, the clients that go right up to the edge. Um, and I think that uh, they do that a lot. I. I have a lot of questions about their use of sweepstakes law uh, and and uh, and contests and things. Mm. And I, I think that uh, if if he has a resource, it's probably lawyers. Uh, I mean, like, 
You, yeah, a running shield con- wall of lawyers. Running con- running contests illegally can get you in a lot of trouble. Well, and I, I think his is built on you know that kind of sharing profits out is what he would describe it as, and it's like, well, mm. okay. Uh, Heather says, "Hey, if they came to an agreement, and you have it sourced. Could you not find out more about the settlement? I would be willing to bet it was a stipulation of the source that you don't get details." Um, but uh, yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice, and and that's. One of the problems, if you go to law school and you, you do like practical law or whatever the class might be called, uh, one of the things that we'll talk about is it's an imperfect system because you have this kind of thing happen. Like, it's an interesting question. When does fan content creation go too far, when, especially when you allow it, when you promote it, um, and then you decide to drop the hammer? What, where is that line? What is the law going to do about it? And nine times out of 10, you're not going to get to find out an answer because it doesn't make sense for Barlow and Bear to pay for you to get that answer, either with lawyers or at the end of the day. Uh, and so they figure out something that doesn't cost. We don't get an answer to that question. And then there's virtual legality episodes where I say, this is a fairly unlitigated area of intellectual property law, like we do so often, because very often it doesn't make sense to take that all the way to the end of the game. Um, so yeah, it's a bummer. I get that. I get that it's a bummer. Uh, I would love those legal answers as well. Law, shortest legal filing ever. Yep. One sentence. Get us out of here. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think we got more soccer. Richmond is a town in London. I appreciate it. Had no idea whether it was real or not. It sounded real. Uh, would dismissing it with prejudice be something that the defendant's lawyer would have asked for? It doesn't make sense for Netflix to willingly do that. Oh, it's part of the settlement. Yeah, when you talk about a settlement, um, it's like any other contract. Both sides have to get something, uh, right? So the settle- the, the, the side that was being sued, they asked for, you are going to dismiss it with prejudice. You're going to release this of all claims. Uh, you're not going to be able to bring up anything on these facts. Um, and you'll probably have a mutual release if there was any possibility of a countersuit that goes into that settlement agreement. Then you'll have your other stipulations as to what a party has to do. Uh, Barlow and Bear agree not to ever do a live performance again, or we agree that we're going to enter into this strategic license and royalty thing, which is probably the smart move if you can convince them to do it because this thing is popular and it sells Netflix's freaking show. So the obvious business answer is you all should be doing this together. Right. <laughs> Um, and so that might happen. Uh, that's why, you know, I read these articles and I said, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if this becomes the official Bridgerton musical, honestly. Uh, so we'll see, but yes, it, it, you don't voluntarily do that. It's part of what you've agreed to do. Um, uh, let's see here. We got more soccer, soccer, soccer. Um, I, I was, uh, reading this wonderful article in Wired this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've been uh, sort of laughing at for a little bit now. Uh, okay. The title of the article is Not All Bots Are Bad and Twitter Knows It, but it contains this wonderful sentence, which I find just endlessly enjoyable. Okay. And the, so- the sentence is, the use of the term bot creates a lot of confusion for folks, says Christopher Boozy of Bot Sentinel, which tracks inauthentic behavior on Twitter. I'm like, that is just the greatest sentence of all time. We almost the got term, the whole episode. The, the term bot creates confusion, says bot sentinel. You see what you see what my buddy Kurt is doing here? You see? <laughs> He's like, I, oh, oh, why why haven't we talked about BS at all today? It's like, okay, all right. These are choices I've made in preparing. He is amazing at getting an article, though, I will say that. Um, he's a, he's a master, but it's a great, it's a, it's a great sentence. The term, the use of the term bot creates a lot of confusion says bot sentinel. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is confusing. If we're going to talk about them, I, it is, you know, what are you grading? Because what you're actually looking at doesn't appear to be an authentic behavior. It seems to be making normative judgments about what is said. Um, so, I mean, like, that's an issue. But uh, I'll check out that Wired article. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Who knows? I, you know, we haven't done any uh, BS in at least three episodes. I was, uh, I'm, so I'm so happy for bringing that into your morning. <laughs> Just from nowhere. Just yeah, really, just literally out of nowhere. It's like you know what? It's not. Hey, have you seen this sentence yet, <laughs> Richard? Have you seen this in your morning? Would you like me to send you the link so you can talk about it now? Look at that! You see, you got supporters here. Look at look at all this. You got uh, it. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, all right, folks. Well, I think that Netflix story is interesting. I'm sorry we don't get a more definitive ending to it. Uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, but it is nice to at least be aware of how this went down over the course of three months uh, in the middle of the year. Uh, Kurt, what are you doing today? You got any good videos lined up? You got like 14 videos to, to, to talk about? <laughs> well, I, I, the, the beef fish still is, is a great video. I recommend that very highly on my channel. You, sure. can, you can learn about the joys of how bees are legally fish in California. And I do have some other videos uh, let me see what I had uploaded today. Give me one second. Okay, I think today I'm going to be uploading a story about uh, the Rhode the Rhode Island tolls. Rhode Island had tolls for uh, semi trucks, but not for other kinds of cars, and so that was struck down by federal court. And I think also I'll be doing one about the Tennessee bar. The Tennessee bar did not want to let a uh, Canadian lawyer become a member of Tennessee's bar because they were trained in Canada and the Tennessee Supreme court just walked around its own, uh, board of bar examiners and said, let the Canadian lawyer in, okay. which I thought was hilarious. So we'll cover that story today. All right. Sounds fun. Well, you've heard it here first folks. You got beef fish and Canadians and, and Rhode maybe, Island. All and maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do a live on the bot thing. Maybe Kurt will talk. Are, are you missing Bot Sentinel and other various aspects of that story? You can go check it out on Kurt today because I'm not otherwise covering it today. <laughs> no guarantees for the rest of the week, but yeah, uh, not today. Go check out Kurt's channel, Uncivil Law. I will link it in the description. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this morning, Kurt. And uh, everybody, have a great Monday. Uh, go enjoy any of these shows that we talked about or not. Uh, you know, if you're David at Prototopics and you just want to watch Rings of Power with this kind of hateful froth, that is okay too. Uh, whatever actually, you know, makes you happy, uh, go for it. And then if you're a fan of the like Tottenham Hotspur, C-O-Y-S, I guess. Uh, that's here to lead us out. I have a theory about how... <laughs> Y'all going to just super chat this stuff now? <laughs> Thank you, that Sarah. I have a theory about how Boozy is weaponizing Bot Sentinel as a counter logger to generate a number he can allege was reach audience of alleged defamation. Maybe. I mean, at this point, I don't even know if it works at all. <laughs> I, I, it could be a full on producers, smoke and mirrors, somebody in the back room putting in numbers and, mm. and names uh, at, at this level. I have no idea uh, with how it functions, but at, at the end of the day, um, it, it is, it is certainly an interesting site run by interesting people. How about mm -hmm. that? How about that? Uh, thank you that Sarah. I appreciate it. I, it's an interesting theory. Uh, I think a lot of people can make some interesting theories about that. We will be following that story. I, I, I guarantee you, we're not going to skip 
We're not going to skip on that or anything. Just not, not today. Not today. Have a great Monday, everybody. Go check out Kurt's channel. I will see you on the next Hangouts and Headlines, the next Virtual Legality, or the next Lawyers and Dragons, or whoever. You know, I'm around. Uh, and I'll uh, have a great one. We'll talk soon.